If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. If you want to get into rental properties, if you have heard about that or you've got friends that are doing rental properties, does it ever make sense to do it with a group of friends, right? If you want to get your first rental property and you don't have a lot of capital, can't make that down payment, or you just like the idea of, of you know, sharing the risk or doing some kind of fun project uh, with people who are also interested in investing, should you even consider this? Like, is this something that should be totally off the table uh, or is there a way to do it and, and make it work, right? And if you wanted to try it, what potential pitfalls would you hope to avoid? That's what our caller wants to know. We've got a listener out there who is getting ready to buy their first rental property. I don't talk about rental properties a ton. I tend to look at more, you know, digital ideas, virtual ideas, uh, things you can do without spending a lot of capital, uh, let's say. But this is an interesting twist, right? So if you want to do it with rental properties, does it ever make sense to do it with a group of friends? I actually know a couple of people who have done this. Uh, so I'll try to address that in my answer. Uh, let's see if we can come up with something helpful for our listener, Calvin. His question and my answer coming up in just 30 seconds. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello, Chris. This is Calvin, and I've been listening for a couple of years. I'd like to buy my first rental property, but with a twist. I want to invest with several friends so that we all own shares. We think this will decrease our individual exposure while also allowing us to buy a bigger property or maybe even a multi-unit property. What could go wrong? Just playing. I know a lot of things could go wrong, so that's why I'm asking. 
If we make sure we're in agreement on the important parts of the partnership, especially how we make decisions regarding renters and maintenance, and we get this all spelled out properly in a contract, do you think that mitigates the potential problems? And do you know of anyone who's done this successfully without it turning into something that ends up being featured on Failure Friday? Thanks. Hey, Calvin, what's up, man? Well, I don't think it's a totally crazy idea. Some of our listeners might disagree, uh, but I actually don't think it is completely crazy. Uh, hopefully it doesn't end up on Failure Friday. At least I don't think it is destined to. Um, and perhaps I feel that way because I actually have some, some friends, multiple friends who have done this. Um, in one of the cases, uh, it's more of a shared home. Uh, they actually own like multiple homes around the world, uh, which sounds you know very elite and ultra rich, uh, except it's a group of people. And, you know, they have found a way to essentially, you know, divide the responsibilities, uh, divide the initial purchase, uh, to do so in a way that's affordable and allows them to have these different experiences, you know, in different parts of the world, which is really cool. So it's a little bit different than rental properties, but they face uh, similar shared decisions, uh, such as how to handle maintenance, you know, how to divide those expenses, what to do if one partner wants to exit, you know, and so on. And so, in fact, I think that's really the key to success. You know, Calvin, what you have identified, uh, you know, to make sure that this is really something that everyone involved wants to do, like nobody should be talked into it, um, and that they're committed to spelling it all out in a lot of detail at the outset. You know, who exactly is going to do what? What are our commitments, our liabilities? How will we handle different situations? This is especially important with multi-party contracts, uh, where it's not just two parties, uh, but it's three or four or more parties. Um, and, you know, this is a thing that's been done, as I said. Um, one other resource, check out budgetsaresexy.com. This is actually run by a friend of mine named Joel. Uh, it was started by another friend named Jay Money, now run by a guy named Joel. Uh, budgetsaresexy.com. He's got a lot of great personal finance info, uh, including some firsthand reports on how people have done this, you know, managed rental properties through shared ownership uh, and made it work well, like how they have avoided disasters and failures, uh, but they've actually made it into uh, something that is both profitable and enjoyable. So is it for everyone? Absolutely not. I think most people don't want to go that route. Um, but is it totally crazy? I don't think so. Like I think there is a proven path for it. So let us know what happens. And listeners, if you have a question or some experience with rental properties or you know whatever else it is, sidehustleschool.com slash questions. Love to know what you're working on, what you're up to. We are almost at episode 1900, uh, which is crazy. You know, buying a rental home with multiple parties is you know, a little bit different, but not crazy. Almost at 1900 episodes in a row. That is crazy. But it's all thanks to you. So I'm grateful. You can subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcasts. New episode every day. My name is Chris Gillivo. This is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.